yeah. It's a big game. Who you know that got it behind the scenes like behind the O-line soon as the QB say hype? <laughs> it's big game, big game, game, game. Analysis from the player's point of view. Injuries, big trades, player news. Yeah. <laughs> Sect the competition and he played with Tony Dungy. Better listen, I'm talking about Big Game Sports Bug. Set everything you need and more. Yeah. Big Game Sports Bug. I thought I told you once before. We call him Big Game Jane. Yeah. Big Game Jane. Big Game Jane. going on everybody you have made it here this is the spot this is the time this is the place this is Big Game Sports World. yes 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 where the sports fanatic and the professional player gets together professional athletes get together and talk about sports and everything else around it i am jay socks buffner let's go and of course i'm joined by the man the myth the legend the reason why this show is what it is Big game, James. What up, dude? How you feeling? What up, man? Um, hey, another day on God's green earth. I'm blessed. Yes. Go. Of course, we want to send a big shout out to everyone that's joining us, uh, whether you are here on the YouTube, on Facebook, uh, whether you listen to us on Spotify, Amazon, uh, where else are we? Apple. Wherever you listen to your platform, whatever platform you listen to the podcast, we thank you for joining us, uh, making sure that you comment because we always like watching those, reading those, and of course, responding to those. Uh, tonight's podcast is going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Okay. That's the only way I can really describe it. Make sure that you tune in. Uh, as you're thinking about it, think about this. Top five tonight is going to be top five sports clapbacks of all time. So, Make sure you're thinking about that. Clap back, you know, hey, somebody said something and they came right back at them or they were able to come back. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be fun. But, um, man, so oh, much. It's to- a long one, Jay, because like you made oh. me have to find what was said back. I don't yeah. Feel like, I don't feel like reciting all that. Bro. Well, you know, I have to do that, man. So, And some of my, you know, hey, we're going to see how this works. This is, this is kind of a new territory when it comes to top fives. But, hey, you got to grow. Okay, got to grow. But uh, no, make sure that you like, subscribe, and share to everyone you know. Everyone you know, especially your haters, because they want to know what's going on as well. I don't know. (laughs) Big shout out to my Rangers, man. AL West leading Rangers. Hey, don't they need to at least win one more and have the half a game? Houston lose. Half a game. Half a game. Half a game. They're two and a half up. Oh, man. Ain't that so? It is, man. I'm nervous. I don't know how to feel, but, uh, you know, we're going to get it. We're going to get it. But, hey, you know what? Um, I think we've taken care of house. Uh, Make sure that you you can also purchase merchandise like what Big Game has on. 
the old the official old hell no shirt and of course the hat there's also tumblers and mugs and they come in all different kinds of sizes and colors I'll so make sure you cop that show too. yeah make sure you cop that make sure you cop that but uh hey let's get into it am i missing something big game nah you good baby let's roll you ready let's go Man, they get a swig of that water. You know, sometimes you get some good water, man. It's like, oh, we. Hey, I know these, these last couple of hot days, Jay. Ooh. Water been tasting like cognac on ice in the cups. Man, man, it just, oh, man. just make you go. I'm telling you. Now, ain't you nothing better than like, hose water, though. Are you trying to chew it? Hey, man, you know what? They might call CPS <laughs> on you today if you gave kids hose water. Hose water is the best. And, and notice, if you're listening to this and my southern draw is messing you up, when I say hose, I mean water hose. <laughs> Let's just be clear. In different area coats. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't mean the ludicrous water. <laughs> I don't mean the ludicrous water. I mean that good old. He mean that good old green garden hose. That's that it. Water hose. Right. You know, as a kid, it wasn't no uh no Ozaka, no Aquafina, nah. no nah. Dasani. And your grandmama said, you come in this house one more time, you're going to stay in the house. You That's it. Get some water from that water hose. Get it from the hose. Get that hose water. Get that hose water. All right, let's go ahead and let's jump into this. Um, man, let's break it with the first down with the biggest news of the day. Dame Lillard. Signs with the Bucks. Traded to the Bucks. Let's say that. It's traded to the Bucks. Milwaukee Bucks. Okay. And... Who they got back, it really doesn't matter, okay? Look, they got some first-round picks, and they got uh, Holiday. I was about to say, what's the breakdown? Because at first, it came around. I'm in the coach's office today. And my, you know, one yeah. of the coaches said, yo, my phone just said that Dame going to Milwaukee. So we go to right. ESPN, and it's not up yet. He's like, man, that's fake news. And we couldn't find it anywhere. 20 minutes yeah. later, another coach walked in and was like, man, can you believe what Milwaukee just did? We go back to ESPN, and it's finally up that it's rumored to be a three-team yeah. trade going on. Right. And then, like, what in the heck just happened? See, the NBA kind of pissed me off, Jay, because mm -hmm. back in the day when the Lakers tried to get Chris Paul, when they had Kobe and Dwight, they couldn't do it. Now, they're letting this, shit, they're letting this happen with Dame Lillard. It ain't right, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, uh, basically, it goes down like this. Milwaukee Bucks agreed to deal with the Blazers and Suns, so it's a three-team trade uh, to acquire a little Portland gets Holiday, Aiton, oh Mara, yeah, they just, they just sent him to hell. Yeah, <laughs> and a 2029 Bucks first-round pick, the Bucks pick and a Bucks pick swap. Phoenix gets Nurkic, Little Johnson, and Allen. So really, Phoenix didn't really get nothing, if you ask me. Okay, so I mean, I ain't gonna, I, I wasn't gonna ask you, but I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Phoenix really didn't. I, I just, I think, at, at the end of the day, it was all about, you know, unloading some, some, uh, some, some contracts and and making some room and, right. You know, they feel like they got their their nucleus there anyway. Uh, 
with, with Paul Booker, and Booker and, Paul and, and yeah. KD. KD, yeah. Little calves. Yeah, little calves. Little calves. So I, <laughs> I don't know. Um good luck to him. I, I just don't I don't think this is that big of a trade, a big of a deal. Um, you know, they're like, well, can you imagine him and Giannis together? And who else? Middleton, who's always injured now. But they got Portis. They got Lobo. That, but that thing about the Jay, that's what they had when they won it. But you have a, a, a better piece at the point guard position now. You don't think for the Eastern Conference that Miami and uh, Philadelphia and the Boston need to worry a little bit about this move? Nah. Mm-mm. Nah. Philly needs to worry about their own team. Number one, um, Miami. Miami seems to always find a way. And look, I, I've been very critical of Spolstra. Okay, yeah, I, I really have. Yeah, I have. I have. But I have to. I have to go ahead and say, Spolstra is a coach of the year type coach every year because when you look at his roster and you look at the quote unquote superstars, okay that are on that team. And, and people would say that, um, oh, shoot, I can't even think of his name now. Um, Who, Jimmy Buckets? Jimmy Buckets, yes. Butler is not considered a superstar of the league. He's a star, but not a superstar. Here we go again. But yet, you make it to the finals. I mean, not the finals, but you make it to the playoffs, and you push to the final. I mean, you make a real good push to the finals. Just about every year, uh, I mean, you gotta you gotta tip your hat. Now, did Miami make it this past year? Uh, to the finals? Yeah, I think they did. Yeah, it was them in Denver. Yeah, I know it was Denver. Yeah, I guess Denver, so. Miami. Huh. Come, come it wasn't Celtics, yeah. So they go, they go, they go. That's they how bad it was, though. But that's they how they got basketball card away. You forgot that fast who played in the NBA Finals, bro. Dude, it was that bad. It was that bad. All right, I are you. The point is, I think Dane was, was it good. Deal. Was it good? It was good to see some variety. <laughs> that's what <laughs> I'm doing. Yes, boring. that's what I'm doing right now. That's what I'm boring. doing. Yes, variety was great it was boring. this year. Um, it was boring. It was good to see talk, someone else. We, yes, we talk about we've we've talked about Damian Lillard. We yes. talked about him come out and make the statement of being true and not ring chase. Yet yeah. to come back and whine and cry himself out of a deal and get traded to a better contender. Milwaukee's a better. Whether we say it's good or not, that's a better contending team than what he was on in Portland. Um, Absolutely. I think it's big for Giannis because I believe Giannis is the type of player that's like, look, I don't want to be a one champion winner in my career and never get there again. So I think yeah. they gave him a viable piece. What else can they put with it to make it happen? Um, like I said, I like Dame Lillard. I'm a Dame Lillard guy. The only thing about Dame that made me mad and drove me crazy was the flip-flopping and wishy wishy washiness on the Oh, I will never do this. I will stay loyal to the city. Right. I'll stay loyal to Portland. And it was like, Portland didn't make no moves. And then my like, <laughs> can I recant that statement? Portland ain't helping me. Exactly. Exactly. So, 
this is good for him because now I feel like he gets a, a restart, a fresh start in a new place to try to go get a championship, man, because he's at that point now. He's done everything. He's been a yeah. scoring leader. He's been to all-star games. He's, you know, been there. Has he been the league MVP? No. And if not close to it, he's been in the running before, close. right? So yeah, I think this is what Dame Lillard needs to, you know what I'm saying, to write his own ship. He, he needs to mm-hmm. get on this new team, go compete, try to win a championship, and, you know, let's we'll see how this thing ends. I hope so, but I don't know, man. Um, I know it's good for him because now he doesn't have to be the guy. He can be the number two. Um, he can just play. Giannis is is well enough and has really put an ultimatum to the Bucks to say, look, I'll stay if I see that the front office is making moves right. for us to get better. Right. If not, then, yeah, I'll have to weigh my options at that point. I like it. Oh, I like it. They yeah. try to please their yeah. superstar, and they get another superstar to come in there and play with them. That small market, they they really gonna be going crazy. Yeah, because there's nothing oh, in Milwaukee, yeah. Wisconsin, but the Bucks. What about what about the football team? That's Green Bay. It's close. It's an hour and a half away. It's close. It's close. I mean, let's get this <laughs> let's go to the down. second down. <laughs> Let's get to the second down. Uh, let's talk football. Not the type that you may know here in America. No, the real, be- the beautiful sport, the international game of football, or as we here in America call it in American, soccer. So here's the deal. Messi is not playing again tonight. Um, and the number that they're stating is that about 75% of the games that he's played, he's come out. Okay, He hasn't played the full game. Um, he's starting to miss more and more games. He's breaking down because guess what, folks? He's old. Okay. Um, but still, well, I mean, it is what it is. But he's still, the team is still, Miami is still drawing because of the fact that he may just show up. He may just be out there. Um, he might pull a prince and just go to the, Go in the back door of the club and get on stage and play the guitar, huh? You might just show yeah. them and play rock just, star. You know, just just wave, just okay. wave. You know, is this is this good for? I'm sure it's good for MLS, but for his legacy, as we start to, I mean, I feel like it's solid, but you know, his legacy is not changing, bro. One yeah. one way or another, what he's done for the game of soccer on the international level to commit to convert the amount of Americans that love the game because of this guy too, mm-hmm. at that level that he's played, it's all good. He don't have to play another down in MLS, another down. <laughs> you know, I'm a football head. I just turned it down, and I know they play those damn ninety minute halves and shit. another so, another minute. He doesn't have to play another. Minute. Yeah, he doesn't have to play another minute. He's fine. He solidified himself of what he's going to be re- uh, remembered as. I think MLS has done the best marketing of all professional sports this year. In a small window of time they've had it to market him, they've maximized the opportunity to make it about them and to help the growth of the game. And at oh, the yeah, end of the day, paid. yeah, at the end of the day, that's still what it's all about, man. They're, they're helping their cities capitalize on it when, when teams come through the plan just in case he does 
touch the grass. You you gotta admire the business hustle of yeah of these guys on this. Yeah, I mean he's been kind of a bully, so you know I'm I'm kind of glad that he's he's been kind of bullying people out there. And you know maybe it's just the fact this international game that he's bringing here to say, hey, you know you're not finna get on me like that. I, when you say that though about the legacy, it kind of reminds me of. Jordan in Washington. Like, no one really thinks about that. They don't, like, eh, it happened, yeah. but whatever, you know. Right. It's still Jordan, right? It's it's still Jordan. You know, you think about Chicago Bulls, Jordan. So, yes, he's in MLS. Yes, he's drawing people. And just like Jordan Park drew people in Washington whenever they played, it was like, ooh, we're going to go see a Washington game. Like, what? Right? So, you had to though, Jay. Like you said, you had to. You had to go. You, you had to go. people. People went to watch them Wizards games, hoping to get a glimpse of the Bulls Jordan, mm. and that that guy was gone. So you, what you're saying makes a lot of sense now yes. that I'm older and think about it like yes. that. Damn, people were just hoping and wishing, and maybe they would. But yeah, shit, I was in the league. Yeah, I knew he was done. You know. <laughs> you know, just to see some messy magic, you know, just a little bit of it. You want to see some Jordan magic, just 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 a little dunk, you know. Even if it was from, uh, well, they didn't have the you know the the uh, the half circle there in the middle there, but you know, just just something from them, right? Just to say, I saw them play, you know, I saw them play, I saw them do something. There we go with them fans again, them desperate. Hey, fans, y'all look great. We appreciate y'all. <laughs> but that's an interesting point. Fans drive the sport. Fans drive the sport. Fans also drive some other stuff, too. But they it's, do. A necessary, it's a necessary evil of both the ways of that's what you what I was get from say. fans. Because they're, they're so – a lot of fans are so loyal to a fault where it turns into craziness sometimes, mm. right? Yeah, very true. Very, very true. Um, and there's, we're going to have to talk about this maybe on on the next podcast or, or and just I'll have to write that down about fantasy. And we've talked about it, um, but fantasy and fans and, and players. You know, I really hey, want to go. Boy, yeah, that's a whole show by itself, bro. <laughs> that's, that's a whole, like, that's a chop shop kind of deal. Because I found myself as that fan sometimes. And being a former player, I'm like, come on, man, you know better than that shit. That part, that part, because I was ready, I was ready to give it up, man. I was like, you know yeah, what? Speaking I, of fantasy, my my son said he did this to your team this week. You tell him, <laughs> you tell him, I don't appreciate that, and the mere uh, fact that certain people had stellar days—that's a stellar day, man. It's just that's just when you're not gonna win. This is hey, one you're not going to win. Yeah, it was it was some of those. It's luckily I got a win, but one of my one of my star players got hurt and is out for the season. So yeah, so that I happens. Yeah. yeah, that happens. But hey, let's jump into this third down. Um, and we'll spend a little bit more time here because this is actually talking about <sighs> Coach Prime. Um. Over the weekend, Coach Prime, if I don't know if you were under a rock or whatever, he got throttled. Okay. He he got beat 
up. In his words, they got whooped. Oregon's still doing it. <laughs> um, yeah, to the point that they were going for two every single time. They were going for two points every time they scored. Hey, is go ahead. No, ask your question. Well, ask I was just question. Gonna, the question is: uh, Are we starting to suffer from? Dion slash Coach Prime exhaustion. The prime effect. I'm not going to call it exhaustion because this is the thing. If you're a fan of what Dion has been selling, you're a fan of what Dion has been selling. You're, that's not going to change you. Um, I'm going to say one quick thing and not beat this uh, point. People in the media drive the circus and how people yeah. react to it because before the first game of the season against TCU, they said that Colorado had the second worst roster in the country. Only UMass had a worse roster than them. This is what mm -hmm. some experts said. They said that they weren't going to be very good, that they weren't going to win any games. And you and I had a discussion on the show last spring about yeah. what can the Colorado Buffaloes do. We pulled up their schedule. We talked about what they would and wouldn't do. I think yeah. I had them at five wins. You said big game, you might be crazy. And then they win the first three games of the season. Right? Yeah. Uh oh. Colorado's gonna win it all. The door is gonna win the Heisman. <laughs> and it's almost just like, uh mm, mm. yeah, hit that. Hold on. Anybody who knows the game. And watches college football enough was like, slow down. They yeah. played well within teams they were matched up great with. And I, I take nothing away from Coach Prime. He's already tripled what they won last year. He's already tripled <laughs> that. Great yes. job. People's like, man, you said that he might have a chance. Uh, I said, if Oregon plays against Colorado the way they played against Texas Tech, Colorado yeah. would have a chance. Yeah. Oregon did not play that way. Oregon yeah. played the way I thought they would do Texas Tech, which was dominate. I thought they would dominate mm -hmm. Texas Tech, and they didn't. They did yeah. that in this game at home against Deion. But this is my yeah. one problem, Jay. And I know I'm talking long, and I apologize, but this is my thing. Go for it. The Deion effect. Yeah. Everyone is lined up, and these coaches cannot wait. It's not even about the kids. They're talking as track. They want to beat Deion Sanders. We saw it with Jay Norvell. And I'm mm -hmm. going to tell you what I think it is. For so long in the coaching ranks and professions, it is, and, and no offense to a lot of these college coaches, but let's, let's be realistic. A lot of these guys, yes, they played some college ball, but they were never super-duper-duper duper college stars. Mm. They were try-hard, work-hard guys, grinded mm -hmm. out with the grad assistant route, worked their way up through the ranks. And so now, I work my mm -hmm. way through the ranks. I earn my job the old-fashioned way. Now, right. here it is. You have this highly, highly decorated individual, yes. Deion Sanders, who was an All-American in college, a professional mm -hmm. football player, Super Bowl champion, mm -hmm. defensive player of the year, Hall of Famer. Mm -hmm. He has all the highest accolades you can have for a former player. Now, if he can come into our circle and get the attention that we have never been able to garner and get, he is a threat to me. 
Now I want to make a point to just beat him because we don't want others like him to come mm. in and get these jobs that we worked so hard to get. Because the mm. one thing that a lot of people are afraid of is more former players coming in that has a high, high following praise, accolades that can come in and take away from what they think they built that only should be for them. And that's mm. a lot of what the problem is with Deion Sanders. It's not the yeah. fact that he's confident. It's the fact that he can come in and get a job and come from, he went from a high school to yeah. an HBCU to a Power 5 conference. Yeah. Shit, if he can do this, we're in trouble. So they're mm. making the point about trying to beat them for, for other reasons other than the game of football. Now, right. game of football, I'll say this every time. Somebody, man, they shouldn't run the score up. Shit, my job as a coach is to have my team ready to stop them. <laughs> yeah. If I can't stop them, then at the end of the day, I got to shake that coach's hand. They whip my behind. Yep. Point blank, period. But a lot of what's going on with the whole Deion Sanders thing has nothing mm -hmm. to do about him and the football position. They're, they're scared of where he's at and what he might do and what it could do to diminish how other coaches have gotten a job. And that's just me and what I believe. And people can yeah. say I'm crazy. I don't care. I've seen it too many yeah. other ways. I've heard whispers behind walls. I've heard certain things. I've even talked to some of my former NFL friends. Like, hey, big dog, you you weren't just a great player. You got a great mind. Why are you not coaching? Man, I ain't dealing with that bullshit. You know what they want me to do? You know how I got to do this? They don't make that white boy do that. And I'm like, whoa, we ain't got to be. But you stop <laughs> and look at it. You like, hmm, right? Okay, right. right. We're gonna leave it right, be. Right. So. Now, if you ask me, we, I said these next two weeks are going to be the two toughest weeks of the season thus yes. far for Colorado yes. because of who they play. Yes. yes, you have a target on your back. Yes, you're giving bulletin board material. That's cool. That's part of the game, Jay. It happens all the time. Right. But why are you making it personal against this staff and this yeah. kid and this man? And that's just kind of what I think it is, bro. No, no. I uh... – Give yourself a hand clap on that. Uh, I agree with that. Yeah, for sure. Um, and the reason why I say Dion exhaustion or prime exhaustion because, you know, they're saying, oh, well, you know, he's said all this and and, and Lennox came in and he, he took it to him. He took it to him. And, and even Coach Prime said, you know, hey, they, they talking about me. They said they beating me. It's not about him. It's about the players. You know, it's about the team. Appreciate you, big. Keep coming through. Thank you for the content. Yes, sir. Make sure that you like, subscribe, and share. Um, at some point in time, though, they do have to step up, and they and they know that they have to play these types of teams to get better. They're already ranked in the top 25. They hadn't done that. They hadn't been there for a very long time. But, Jay, remember when I told you I thought the ranking was too high too fast? Yeah, you did say I that. I said the ranking was too high too fast. It's just you like you you know this game. You know until you get about the week eight before true rankings yeah. come out. You go from saying that this team is the second worst roster in the country to all, all of a sudden catapulting them in the in the top 20, right outside yeah. the top 15. To get them to, come on, dog. That's it's not even realistic. <laughs> Well, I, never, and I it think, wasn't even one realistic. I'm not surprised Oregon beat them the way they did. The first thing me and one of my friends said was, 
Colorado has got to get better up front on both sides of the ball. Yes. And that's where they yes. got exploited in this game against Oregon. Yes. The same yes, positions that I said they had a deficit at. Yes. And, and and look, Coach Prime has said the same thing. He has said that the whole season, hey, our front, our offensive line has to get better. We got to get bigger guys, you know, and we got to get guys that know what to do and how to do it. And our defensive front needs to get better, especially against the run, because guess what Colorado State did? It ran the ball on. Yeah. It ran the ball on. You know, they were able to do some things against Wisconsin because, hey, excuse me. And look, this is my two cents, but that Wisconsin quarterback just wasn't ready. Doesn't and I think right. the coaches put him. Yeah, and I think the I think the coach get put him in a bad position there when it came to that. Uh yeah. in some, in some they beat a Nebraska position. team they were supposed to be because they had a better yeah. team than Nebraska did. Thank they you. hyped it up because they thought Matt Rule was going to automatically turn that team around in a week. And it didn't right. happen that way. So, I mean, right. this is my thing. Colorado, I believe, if anybody now that was jumping all on the wagon, swinging from the L to the R, jump off yeah. now, just rid yourself from any kind of fandom. You don't deserve yeah. to call yourself no kind of fan. That's it. Dion is still That's building it. something. I still believe he's going in the right direction. It just wasn't and I'm real. If anybody's watching this late, yeah. please get in the comment and tell me. If you thought after three games Colorado was going to be undefeated, please type it in there and let me know. Oh, my Give God. me your address so I can come slap the snot out. Because <laughs> she's stupid. No one thought Colorado would be undefeated going as a time. Yeah. I didn't. And like I said, if you don't believe no. me, go back to older shows where Jay and I talk about the Colorado Buffalo. I no, clearly no. always said yeah. that Colorado was, no. was going to struggle at some point in time during the season. They started sure. hotter and faster than we thought. Yeah, and yeah, media loves to lift you up so they can tear you down, Keith. You're exactly right. That is what they do because they they have to have headlines. It's just like, you know, yeah. it's kind of funny, but the Oregon coach says, you know, they do this for clicks. Guess what? So are you. So are you. Hey, if anybody out there, and, and see, that's why I was going to do that individual piece because yeah. Oregon coach, Matt, I don't even know your name, whatever. You full Man, of yeah. Because yeah. if you don't think Oregon does it for clicks? Go look at all the social media pages. Every Man. school in the country, knowing how they have to recruit kids, has a social media presence. So yeah. if you have a social media presence, guess what you're trying to get? Clicks. Look, that game, that game, two, I think it was, it was over two million viewers for that game. Even after they were getting drove, it was still two million over two million viewers for that game yep. come on now come on right and there's going to be even more they're saying there's going to be even more for the usc game colorado usc game. Oh, yeah, think about it. you got caleb williams and then you got all the side talk that started going into is he really the heisman favorite or should yeah. it be silo what's well, your quarterback shador shador yeah, yeah. shador it's not so, shador sh not, not not after that game no not no, after that game now, I still think he's – but like I said, Jay, let's really go back and think. When he was at TCA Christian here in the yeah. in the Dallas area, yes. he was a D1 prospect. So yeah. people act like they're surprised he can play Division One football. No, the dude, is a, he was a Division One prospect. No, I know you. I'm saying people in general oh, yes. don't really so, know. You know what I mean? Well, because they believe – they again, they believe that he should play the same position that his father played. Right, they believe he should be something that they want him to be, 
And they're just breaking the mold. They're saying, no, we're not going to do that. This is how we're going to play it. Look, man, we can stay here all day. Let's get to this fourth now because we got more podcasts to go to. Um, in this fourth one, <laughs> apparently the Clippers are reporting that Kawhi is healthy. Great. Um, wait, before oh, we move on, let me see what Keith said. Oregon has the Nike brand all over. Yep. They used to promote how many different uniforms they could come out in. How's that exactly? Yeah, they and got even Oregon got uniforms that don't even have shit to do with their school colors. <laughs> they didn't they make don't. them stuff. Like they yeah. had some splattered paint uniforms a year ago. <laughs> and I'm not hating on Man. Oregon. No. You know, yeah. Oregon is live, and Oregon has made almost every kid's put them. Every top recruiter put Oregon in, in their top 10 based solely on uniforms and weight rooms alone. And all yes. that's done through their social media. Man, give me a break. They do it for yeah. clicks. We do it for wins. You shut the hell up. That was a great locker room <laughs> speech, but you full of shit. It was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, look, you're not going to lose after that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, going back fourth down, Kawhi is healthy. Look, does that make the Clippers a contender? Hey, Jay, I heard uh, something today real quick. I'm going to let you give up? you because I know you're going to hit a good one because you, you break it down pretty good when it comes to those Clippers. Somebody today said that they compared Burger King uh, to the Clippers of the NBA. Will always be around, can be a solid go-to if everything else is just too far out of reach, but will never win you over. Wow. Dang. Wow. That's that's tough, man. Um, here's, here's the thing about this, right? I'm so glad that he's healthy. I always want the best players to be healthy. But I'm just curious, who else is on this team? Who else? Paul George. Paul George. He's yeah, it's Paul George. He's Paul George. I mean, he's exactly anyone question. else. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. I'll run it look. down for you. Uh, <laughs> Zubak, yeah. If you can Zubak, okay, sure, yeah, whatever. Um, Terrence Mann, Amir Coffee, Nicholas hey, Bay. Man, man can play. Okay, I'm just saying. Thank you, Russ Westbrook. Oh shit, Norman Powell, Jason Preston. Like, bro, are you? Robert Covington, Marcus Morris Sr., Mason Plumley, like bro, this they got somebody named Musa Diabetes on here. <laughs> I'm playing my bad. Dia, dia, it's is Musa Diabetes. Oh my bad. Diabetes. Moso <laughs> Diabetes. Like what the hell? <laughs> I know, and I know his family meant well when they named him. They shouldn't have. Look, this does not move the needle. Who cares if he's healthy? They still got to play in the West, and they still have a roster that scares nobody. Yeah, it scares no one. But I think, I think from this statement being released by the Los Angeles Clippers, Jay, it's just them trying to find something to be happy to build on, right? For the last was last three seasons together, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard have not been able to be on the court together for a long period of time or finish more than half a season together. 
I think the Clippers are just they just hanging on the hope right now that they can get something out of out of Kawhi. They you know they went and ran and grabbed him after that championship in Toronto, and then he's turned into a whole nother player. And we know he's getting up there in age. And Father Time, what we say all the time is undefeated, undefeated. And Paul George, I mean, bro, he's he's been robbing the NBA for a very long time. Mm. He's been robbing these teams for a very long time. Mm. Sitting at forty-two million, we're just robbing them. Put the money in the bag. <laughs> just robbing them, and then you got Russ Westbrook. Well, I, you know, look, he is who he is. I think he gets a bad rap a lot of times just because of how he, you know, deals with media and fans. Well, he's done it to himself. Yeah, yeah I'm – okay. I think there are moments when people push him uh, just to get a reaction, just to get so, clicks themselves. I got a question but, for you. Since yeah, we've, go ahead. For so long now, after that Chop Shop episode, we brought up superstars and all-stars. Mm. Where do you now rank Kawhi Leonard at this point in his career? Ooh, oh, uh, gosh. Ooh, yeah. Crazy, right? Maybe, Star? Maybe? Maybe? I mean, I'm not checking. Here's the, here's, the, here's the issue. Number one, he plays in the West. So if I'm looking at the West, Obviously, LeBron is still there. Say what you want to. It's still LeBron. Um, I'm not even talking about What's going on, Big Wallace? What up? Uh, Wallace, Of course, you got Jokic. You got Murray. You Uh got Booker. You can say what you want to about Booker. He is who he is. He is what he is. I don't hate Booker. That's A. Reed. Well, you know. (laughs) That's A. Reed. True. That's very true because they look alike. Um... You also have Steph. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, and you and you got Clay. I mean, out of that whole like West, you got uh um shoot. My God. Um uh, Luca. I mean, dude, you got Kyrie. There's still right, people in just, the West. Go ahead. I'm just saying there are people in the West that are Better players. Say it, there it is. You just said it. Better. better players in the West than Kawhi, and they are more durable than Kawhi. So them saying coming out, oh, he's healthy now. No, no one cares. No one All cares. Right, Kawhi Leonard coming to the Dallas Mavericks. Does he make y'all better than the roster you have right now? No, because he won't you- play that much. You believe it? Okay. This Absolutely. Yeah. Tell me a season where he played the whole season. Give me a year where he played the whole year. It's been a minute because he started a love management back with Popovich before he left San Antonio. So, so I'm not I'm, arguing I'm, that. I'm just asking, does Kawhi Leonard make anyone's team instantly better no. if he's healthy enough to play an entire season? If he's but healthy, said he won't man. play a whole season. I he get won't it. play a whole season. Get it. Okay. If if it was a split, we all be high. He, you just said three seasons. Yeah, I said it. Three seasons with Paul George, and they haven't been on the court at all together for real. 
not a significant amount of time. Okay. Amen. Amen. But you know Clippers. what it makes me say? Yeah, I know what it made you say. Clippers, y'all ain't going to win. If you think you are. Oh. oh, hell no. 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 That's right. This is the part of the podcast where we look at stuff that happens throughout sports and life like Kawhi, like the Clippers announcing Kawhi is healthy. Like that's just, you know, some great announcement. Um, Luca's healthy too. Ooh, everybody's healthy now. Um, is Luca fat still? I'm sorry. Yes. That wasn't necessary. Yes, he is. But he's still better than us in basketball. <laughs> I, I see it. If all it is for you to be better than me, then shit, that's a bad standard, bro. <laughs> Paul George, I'm looking at you. All right, man. Uh, let's get to, <laughs> let's get to it. This week's all oh, hell no. You want me to go first? I'll go first, man. Hey, whatever mine's gonna be quick and easy. So whatever you got, go ahead, brother. Hey, mine's quick and easy, just like uh Justin Fields. Because let me tell you something about the Chicago Bears organization. They're going through right now. It's not bad enough that Justin Fields called out their coach. It's not bad enough. To, it looks like they're tanking, but they're not. But they are, but they're not. But apparently two weeks ago, they had a robbery, a theft at the stadium. Some people broke into the stadium and stole $100,000 worth of equipment. And it wasn't even equipment that was owned by the Bears. It was actually contractors that were working there at the stadium. They stole their stuff. I mean, they... How bad can it get? Your, your defensive coordinator quits, sorry, resigns, right? And there's some kind of allegations going on there as well that is coming out of Chicago. Hey man, I, I, I know Allen, man. He's a good dude. Man. A I, good dude. I hear you, but look, the streets is talking. The streets, the streets is talking. Oh, uh, when the they start street, saying health. The, the streets are telling, talking to boy, yes. They running their mouth right now. They running their mouth, you know, talking, you know, health and family and all of that. I'm, I'm, hey, look, all prayers up to you. I wish you the best. Get that comeback, coach. I'm sure you're, you're a good coach, you're a good man, and all of that. But the streets is talking that there may be something that, you know, it's kind of happening in the organization that it really shouldn't be. But besides that, Chicago, 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 do better. Be better. That's all I'm saying. Just as a whole. Because you get an old hell no off of me. Why, why, why are you stealing stuff? Why? But do you really blame the Bears in general for the stuff being stolen? They didn't say the Bears stole it. It just went missing. Someone could have broken in there. <laughs> you know, we, we ain't going to generalize all the Are you tired of it already? It happened one week, man. Maybe two. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Man, come on. Hey, I'm with Keith. That's a whole publicity stunt within itself. I'm not buying it. Did you see the thickness that Travis, Travis Kelsey was with prior to Taylor Swift? Man, now he would not now he with olive oil. She was amazing. But I just yeah, I mean, I but you know what though? I'm gonna say it like tickets. this. 
Yeah, she her her so her tour her tour was supposed to be just nationwide. Now it's worldwide, right? Um, and it's coming on the heels of this whole thing. Kelsey's jersey just went up like four hundred percent. Uh, after just after seeing her there, uh, Jerry Jones was on the radio today talking about how it was great for football and you know clicks and people watching and you know how her demographic is uh, coming over to uh to watch football so yeah it's it's a man look i guess i guess i don't know i, don't know. I ain't buying that shit with your money <laughs> you give me some money to buy it i'm gonna keep it in my pocket i don't know i feel like kelsey is safe because he kind of talks like a brother but he's not a brother can i say that well you i just say it. that i just said it you know he kind of gives that now, vibe hey, but not I'll all the way it. He let the one white homeboy everybody got. <laughs> so he's safe. Everybody had that one safe. white homie that that was cool. I got I a like couple him. of them. I love the fact that his brother's hating on him. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's funny because his brother's like a straight, like a yeah. straight Billy Bob compared to him. It's night and day. <laughs> Yo, Keith, that's right. Demographics 14-year-old girl. So, hey, if you got a 14-year-old daughter... <laughs> <laughs> hey, Daddy, let's watch Keith, the hey, Keith is not lying. The other day in the gym, they like, Coach, can we listen to some music in the weight room? I said, Nah. I said, Sure. And I always go, Don't ask me to play nothing. I'm going to play my playlist. I had some old 90s something on. And it was like, and This one little girl's like, Coach, can you please play something for me? I'm like, Oh, she cool. She, yeah, yeah, sweetie, what you want to hear? Taylor Swift. My mouth. I don't listen to. No, I, I don't even know how to. I don't even know how to play Taylor Swift. To... <laughs> oh shoot! I played it. The whole all the girls in class went crazy. I was like, crazy. This this has got new kids brainwashed, bro. Crazy. Crazy man. What's your old hell? I'm sorry, bro. Thank no, you, Keith. You, though I had to put that in. Good. There. No, that's a good one. That's, that's even better than mine. I got a quick old hell now. My old hell now goes out to the Notre Dame defensive coordinator for fourth and goal with four seconds left on the clock. You overload one side of the defense of, of the offensive line. You let you have nobody in position. It was funny. We're watching the game, and I looked at my son. I said, hey, man, if I, I said, I'm running the ball to the left. I said, there's nobody over there. He's like, you can't run the ball with four seconds left. I said, look at the defensive line. Everybody's on the opposite side of the center. I said he could fall for for a touchdown. They ran the ball. They got a touchdown. Notre Dame loses, and it's just oh hell not to me because you call the timeout to kind of see what they're gonna come out in. Then you come out in a formation where you overload, don't know what you're doing to try to. I don't even know what you accomplished by doing that. I've never seen that formation ever before in defense in my life, and you lose <laughs> the game. So the Notre Dame defensive coordinator, you get the big oh hell nah from me this week. He should get double. Because he only had ten men on the field. That's, one. that's that's yeah, that's a twofer. And how about that? Wasn't the first time that game that that happened? It actually happened before when they had a big uh, a big uh, reception. There was ten men on the field then. Mm, 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 mm. Now the coach Freeman takes the blame, but dude, come on, yeah, ten men on the field. You have a man overload. upstairs that's supposed to count every time. And let you yeah, know. ten players, and they're like, "Coach, we don't have ten players. We don't have to. Hey, go for it. You're good. 
We don't want a penalty. Uh, at 11, the guy's a bum anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Oh, gosh, man. Let's just between the lines, man, because we ain't got time. Let's go. All right, so between the lines, hey, let's go ahead and let's just, you know, get to the thing that everyone wants to talk about, I'm sure. All right. Yes. The Dallas Cowboys lost, okay? And they lost to a very, very bad team, okay? It was an 0-2 team with Josh Dobbs starting. He got his first start and win of his career against what some believed, myself, against the number one defense <laughs> in the league. They looked quite pedestrian, okay? Uh, that RPO is a, is a thing. That RPO is a thing. And this is something that I said, and look, we, we're, we're actually moving Dallas, the, the Cowboys cutting up to Thursdays because I got things going on Tuesdays. So we'll be on tomorrow, right before the Eagles show, two birds, one show. Look, you're not going to win every game. It's only happened once in the whole history of the National Football League, okay? Whatever. They lost. 72. 72. Okay, so there's whatever. I know you don't believe this, Jay. Yeah. I was not even going to speak on your team. I, was, I wasn't even going to speak on it. I wasn't going to talk it. about it. But, and no, it came out of it. And I was, let me tell you this. I was, I was beyond shocked. I never saw this happen. <laughs> For how they played the first two weeks and then what they look like in Arizona. Yeah. I've I've experienced this as a player. They yeah. went into that game thinking, we got this. Yes. No big deal. And they got hit in the mouth. Yes. And they didn't know how to stop them punches from coming. And so they took it for the rest of the game. Yes. And that's all that was. It was a simple case of thinking that you had all things in control. Mm-hmm. That you were going to make it happen. And you yeah. got punched in the mouth. Um, for them to run the ball the way they did on that Dallas Cowboys defense, shocked the sh- but man, my mouth hit the ground. I was like, <laughs> what? But most of this was the first half, though. Most of this happened during the first half. Yeah, it was too late Cow- to fix it. Well, yeah, yeah. The Cowboys had plenty of opportunities. They were in the red zone at least five, well, five times. It's, it's again, we'll talk a lot about that on Thursday, tomorrow. And y'all, y'all tune in tomorrow to yeah. Cowboys cutting up so y'all can hear <laughs> Jay Stoggs and Trey Collins whine about why they Dallas Cowboys choked to the Arizona. I want to say choke. They got outplayed. They got outplayed that game. They got outplayed. I'll, I'll say that. They did. They um, got outplayed. But you know the uh, bright spot on that team to me? was that? The quarterback. is Josh Dobbs. Yes. Fourth round okay. From Pittsburgh yes. out of University of Tennessee. Yes. Is he legit? Is he better than the quarterback they just gave uh, $130 million raise to? Yeah. Say, the name, say the man's name. Colin Murray? Yeah, I was getting to his name. I just threw the dollar signs out in front of it first. That's all, Jay. I'm not afraid to say Kyler Murray's name. Look, I mean, I'm really not worried about money. him. He couldn't hit me unless he climbed up on a shoebox. <laughs> so there you go. It doesn't matter the money. What matters is the position. <sighs> is Josh Dobbs, I mean, maybe. Maybe he is. 
Is he better than Kyler? In this system, he looks to be. Mm. In this system, he looks to be. And I'm starting to really believe, and I, I've always had this belief, but I'm really believing that the system and the quarterback have to meet and have to. Oh, shit, no doubt about it. That's why GMs and coordinators who say we can make this guy fit our system no, no. are stupid. You have to fit a guy yeah. that you have to draft the guy that's right for your system already. Or you have to change your system to fit the quarterback you pick when you get him there if he's not the right guy. And that's what so Absolutely. many people cannot do. And I think that that played out really in, uh, you know, we saw that also this weekend from from Pittsburgh. Okay, Dobbs is actually a rocket scientist, bright dude. You know, and sometimes it just takes having a good opportunity and a good chance with a coach that's willing to see what you can do. Because there was a lot of RPOs. Josh Dobbs can run the ball. He's got a good arm, especially when they're wide open, right? So, hey, throw the ball, run under it, there you go. So, no, absolutely. Uh, but I was going to actually talk about the Miami-Denver game. <laughs> 70. You know, originally that was my old hell no, Jay. Yes, I can definitely see that. Um, and apparently Denver has not – they've only scored 69 points this season. So Miami in one game scored more points than Denver has. Three games combined. Combined. Like, that's crazy. Is is it is it too early to say that that trade was, was not a – I won't say bust because I know you don't like that term, but just wasn't a good trade, wasn't a good fit. And Sean Payton maybe too – is too far removed from the game, or it, no, it's just well, not let's, working. Let's say this. And I'm going to come to Russell Wilson's defense right now. Hmm. He don't play defense. He didn't give us seventy damn points. He didn't. He didn't. He scored twenty. If his he, defense he hold him to seventeen, they win. Yeah, he just got the seven in the wrong spot. <laughs> seventy. Seven. Damn. That's man. That's that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Jay, that that's quite a bit. Yeah. Someone said this to me today. Yeah. They said, "Hey man, the Miami Dolphins are fun to watch right now." And sure. I was like, "When was the last time you heard anybody say that about the Dolphins?" <sighs> Marino, huh? Marino, yeah. Marino. Oh, you got to go back to Dan Marino. That's how long it's been. Dude, Maybe Ricky this, Williams. Yeah, Maybe. okay. I give you that. I give you that. That's that's a good one. Maybe Ricky Williams. This team yeah. is playing with a purpose. And if their quarterback stays healthy, they could be a dangerous team in the AFC because their defense is playing, playing pretty good. Dude, yeah, you know they did that and Waddle was out. Waddle didn't even play. Yes. Yes. Um, but I think though, when you look at Tyreek Hill is just a weapon, okay. Let's just call no it doubt. He is. No doubt. Straight weapon. Tyreek Hill, whether he gets the ball or not, you have to account. You have to put two to account for him. You have to play him both over and under, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to have a corner and you have to have a safety help or a, a nickel package in for help. That frees up everybody else. But then if you're sitting in a nickel or even a dime package, guess what happens? 
you now run the ball and Morissette just listen. This is why I lost. I get that, okay? But when you have one player counting for 40 to 50 points in fantasy, I mean, and he had what, four touchdowns? Five yeah. touchdowns? I mean, come on. Come on. What are we doing here? So they're like, all right, you want to run? You're not going to pass on us. Fine. We got a guy that can do it. Hey, guess what? We got two guys that can do it. You keep him upright? Yeah. Miami's, it's, we'll see when they get into, you know, AFC East. But I'm thinking, looking at the Patriots, the Jets are, oh my God, despicable, horrible. Um, Buffalo, but Buffalo doesn't look like old Buffalo. Like they don't look like they're world beaters. I don't trust they don't. Buffalo. I don't, I don't trust him either. I don't trust Josh Allen. I believe he has <laughs> potential and ability, but he will always yeah. find a way to turn the ball over and give it to the other team. Yeah. Um, now they did a pretty damn good job against the commanders this past weekend that I didn't see coming, but I don't trust him, man. I just don't. Um, yeah. Speaking of Jets, yeah. Go, go ahead. What do you think about Aaron Rodgers calling on his team for being crybabies on and and why? There's a lot of back and forth bickering going on on the sideline in the game this past weekend. <laughs> right. <laughs> they scored seventy. Tyreek announced he wants to be a point star. It's all great in Miami. Um, yeah, heard a weird heard, thing, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know, yeah. hey, why I not? I don't, I don't care about your second career, Tyree. Just keep scoring touchdowns. Hey, you know why not, bro? Do it. I'm, I'm not paying for it. I, that's not where I am. Um, uh, I don't know. Maybe it, there's some nice ones in Miami. Uh, but back to Aaron Rodgers. Damn. Douche Dodgers is going to douche because he is a douche. This is what he does. Should he have called him out? On the Pat McAfee, it's it's funny because it's like Pat McAfee is becoming his soundboard for him, his sounding board, his his ability, his platform to just say whatever is on his mind. And here's the problem: no one's going to check him for it, especially not in New York. Apparently, the jet, the coach Sala said, "You know, he's right. I'm glad he did come out and say this." What are we doing? What, what what are we doing here? But Jay, it's nothing new for a veteran player to try to call guys out and keep them accountable. So let, let's remove the fact that it's Aaron Rodgers. He's hurt. Everyone is already, they're <laughs> shook now because here it is. Like, look at Garrett Wilson has me thinking in his mind. Damn. I just got somebody that can give me the ball. We work out this <laughs> offseason. Now I'm stuck with this fool again. Come on, Zach Man. Wilson, right? Yeah, There's nothing he can do about it. He got to feel. You could see it in his face when they were going at it on the sideline. Oh, every just like, look, bro, I, I, I can't do you again. Like somebody's going to go. Play, so somebody, somebody gonna get hurt. So I feel like Aaron Rodgers had to speak on it. I feel like he had to because that's the reason he was brought in there to be a leader. His platform but, it never comes. It never comes off great from him, regardless. The, He's already monotone and not interesting to listen to. Like, if you can listen wow. to Aaron Rodgers on the podcast, y'all need to tune into the Big Game Sports Buzz because I should at least have you laughing a little bit. <laughs> Instead of, you know, the times that you're out, just, just grow up. But, Gabe, 
Why are you singing from Malibu as you sit in your house in Malibu? Why don't you go to the facility and say it to them and not say it on a podcast? You know, he probably he probably got it on a Zoom meeting and, and said it. Via the you Zoom. Know he did. You know he hey did. Hey, man, I know a lot of things. So I don't know. I, I just know that it's got to be Jet fans. I'm not trying to be funny because it's not like my team is the greatest on earth. But it's got to be hard to be a Jets fan right now. It's very Everything hard. you witnessed last year, you thought that you was done with because you signed Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson up there on the sideline just looking like, what? What you looking at me for? He, that's how he looking. Like, Yeah. Joe Willie Namath is calling y'all out. Joe Willie Namath. Joe Willie Namath, just keep your hands and words to yourself. <laughs> Susan Colbert still ain't been right since that night. <laughs> Bro, oh, hey, that's how I feel about douche. Yo, we got to get it, man. We're already over. Uh, top five. Let's go. Son of a piss quick. Even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answered a no, man. I still go. Go. That's right. Top five. Sports. Clap back. Some people have a top 100. Some have a top 50. Some have a top 25. Some punk out and do a top 10. But here at Big Game Sports Buzz, we do a top five. What's in, what's out. This week, top five sports. Sports. Let me say, I sound like Lou Holtz, don't I? Sports clapbacks. Uh, speaking of, <laughs> man, I know you're looking at me like you just, you just, you hated this one. It was not your favorite. And nah, I was. All right. It's all good, it though. Go you know? Quick. Huh? It should go quick. It should go all quick. right. Well, I'm, I'm going to just read my. Go for it. Um, I got Jeremy Lin and Kenyon Martin. <laughs> Kmart came out and made a statement. This at the time. Jeremy Lin was playing for the Brooklyn Nets. Um, he had braids, cornrows, braids, whatever. And Kenyon Martin said that Jeremy Lin does not know enough about the culture to be able to wear um, braids, cornrows, right? Jeremy Lin killing it with kindness. He said, kind of like the uh, the Asian tattoos you have on your arm. I, I know you don't know a whole lot about that culture, right? He said, <laughs> we should find the time to let this bring us together, embrace us, make us all one, opposed to trying to call people out about the culture. So here it is. You got some Chinese or Japanese, excuse me, if I don't know exactly what language it was. You had yeah. this, this Asian writing on your arm. You don't know if they put dog cat soup on you. You calling out a man for wearing braids because it's not part of the culture, but yet you have you have his language tattooed on your arm. I thought that was a damn pretty good one, dog. That he killed him with kindness, dude. He wasn't even nasty on the tweet or nothing. Yeah. Um, Hulk Hogan and Bret Hart and wrestling uh, was pretty good friends. Hulk Hogan did some things, and Bret Hart just came out and said that um, Hogan is a despicable, backstabbing uh, liar. And a steroid head that can't be trusted. And Hulk Hogan just kind of came back and said, Well, if that's how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> like, he didn't get a satisfaction, dog. Hey, if that's how you feel. Um, the third one for me, man, is a football one that I love because it became a little bit of a rivalry was um yeah. Darrell Revis and Ocho Cinco. And you know, mm. Ocho Cinco yeah. said that he was gonna come to um come to the island. And he made some kind of crazy thing. Like, I'm going to come to Revis Island 
and show y'all something that y'all never have. Y'all gonna have an escaped convict going crazy with catches on the island. The rail reavers played him, shut him down, and he said, I had a dream that I handcuffed all the inmates on the island. So they kind of just went back and forth, man. Just you know, Darrell Rivas, they did a lot of his speak with yeah. his play, and just for that to happen was uh was pretty that damn pretty damn good. Uh, my yeah. next one, Shaq and Jalen Rose. I actually found this looking up some of these things, trying to find some more today because I couldn't remember a lot. It's kind of when Shaq was with the Celtics at the end of his career, mm. and uh Jalen Rose says Shaq just didn't look the same. Shaq says Jalen Rose doesn't have the audacity to tell me what I do and don't look like, what I can and can't do. And Jalen Rose simply came back and said, I'll call it how I see it. Soft is soft. The D's are soft, man. And then, uh, yeah. number one, this one here wasn't just a clapback, but it's just pretty much the fuel and insult. And this probably would have led me to want to fight. Kevin Garnett made a statement about Charlie Villanueva when <laughs> Kevin Garnett was still with the, I think he was still with the Timberwolves. At the yeah. time, and Charlie Villanueva was with the Detroit Pistons, and they get into it on the court talking trash. He said, "Man, shut up talking to me. You look like a cancer patient." <laughs> and you know, Charlie Villanueva has alopecia, so he has yeah no hair, no no eyebrows, yeah. no hair, no nothing. And Villanueva said, "I could say something, but I know way too many cancer patients to disrespect them by giving Kevin Garnett what he wants." And so he didn't say anything, but. Dude, there was all some crazy, uh, crazy claps that I saw that really just made yeah. me go like, damn, boy, the Twitter wars can get real sometimes. They really can. They Kevin really, Garnett, really can. Kevin Durant's all, he'd be all his feelings on Twitter. I thought his would have been too easy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those are facts. Uh, very good, sir. That's amazing. You did that, man. Um, let me start out with this one. This is actually a question that was posed to Kobe Bryant. Uh and he said, basically, uh, and he was talking about uh, someone asking him if he should take a day off or basically load management. He said, I've never been approached by a coach and asked to rest. They know better than that. Yes, sir. Like the Mamba could do it, dog. Nobody can say that like Kobe. <laughs> yes, sir. Rest in peace, Kobe. That damn, yeah, that's the Mamba right there, baby. That is it. That is it. Um so apparently there was a time, uh, if you know Snoop Dogg, he's a big Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Don't get it. He's from Long Beach, but he's a Steelers fan. Uh, goes on to Twitter, right, and actually on Instagram, posts a video, you know, basically saying F the Ravens uh, after they beat the Steelers. Of course, the Ravens uh, Twitter people were, you know, saying, oh, really? Dug up a picture of him at Ravens practice with Ray Lewis wearing Ravens gear. Awesome. Wow. Love it. Hadn't <laughs> heard much from him after that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Recently, Coach Ryan Day, we talked about this, after Ohio State beats Notre Dame, comes after who? Lou Holtz. Why? Apparently, Lou Holtz said that Ohio State – was not strong enough, okay, to beat Notre Dame. They didn't have the will enough to beat Notre Dame. That the, the team just wasn't wasn't there. Well, apparently, Ryan Day after the game says, "You know what? We are strong enough. We are, you know, that good." Lou Holtz. So take that. 
I don't know. I mean, you know, hadn't been able to beat Michigan. Apparently, that's the thing. <laughs> Man, Lou Holtz like two hundred years old, dog. Yeah, dude. Hey, you just gotta you just gotta look at what he says that he's seen now. Let him say it and keep playing ball, bro. <laughs> bro, they were literally yeah. holding him up at the game. <laughs> You ain't gotta you ain't gotta climb back a loop, dog. He hanging on, man. He got a he got a toenail in the grave, bro. Let him make it, dog. <laughs> Let it Lou make it. Oh my gosh. Um oh, Jesus. This happened last year during the playoffs. It was a very sad day here in Dallas. Apparently, Michael Parsons was saying that they were ready for San Fran. That's who they wanted to face. Of course, San Fran goes and they beat. The Dallas Cowboys and Debo says, puts out, you know, basically a message saying, now, who did you want? Who would you want? Yo, check what you're saying, blah, blah, blah. Right. So, uh, yeah. Debo cuts back. I remember that one. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. He he clapped back at him. And, you know, Parsons, the only thing Parsons could come back and say, well, what did you do? Uh, But congratulations on the win. Like, yeah, but they won. So, not much there. Uh, finally, listen, everyone saw this last year. There was a lot of ruckus about it, but it was, uh, girl Reese from LSU and Caitlin Clark. Oh my God. Caitlin Clark <laughs> had been yapping and yapping. Right. And of course they get to the game. LSU wins. She starts pointing to the finger saying, Hey, who about to win that chip? Yeah, so there you hey, that's go. That's a great one, Jay. That's an instant classic right there. <laughs> the Kevin <Kansas laughs> Clark and Angel Reese was a Caitlin. It was, oh, it was an instant man. classic, bro. For sure, <laughs> instant classic. Good job, man. There you go. Hey, I'm Jay Socks Buff Nerd. Thank you so much for joining in with us, staying with us, sticking with us. Make sure that you comment. Make sure that you like, share, and subscribe. Yes, ring the bell. Let you know when we have our cast coming on live. You can always come and join with us. Tomorrow we're going to have Cowboys cutting up at 8. And we'll have Two Birds, One Show at 9 Central, 10 p.m. on the East Coast. Hey, man. Good job. Thank you for tuning in. Until (laughs) next time, peace. They got it behind the scenes like behind the O-line soon as the QB say hype. <laughs> it's big game, 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 big game, game, game. Analysis, 